Wait, wait, you're listening to... The Live at the Brodello episode 31. Yay! Yay! From WNY Nowhere and nothing else. We should, yeah, we should go out on FM. Mm. College radio can get a license, so can we. Yeah, but I mean, we would spend even... We don't have time for this, <laughs> evidently. How, how's your life been since, like, seven years ago when we last recorded? Well, there have been a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. I'm seven years older. Yeah. And seven years taller. And seven years flawed upstairs. I, that's true. The last one of these we put out, we were not upstairs, and now we're upstairs. Well, we were kind of upstairs. You were. No, 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 I mean, physically, we were on the fourth floor. Oh, right, yeah, that's floor, true. I think. But now we're in our new, our new digs. Yep. Which is, you'd think would be under the ground, but they've transported a large quantity of dirt up here for the animal facility, and we've mm-hmm. just dug into that. Yeah, so they've decided to make a burrow. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I live in my uh, mound of soil. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't like it up here. The mound of Soylent. It's too open plan. It is very People open can... plan, which is remarkably unproductive, and I don't know why anyone thinks it's a good idea. People can see over my shoulder, which is ridiculous. It means I have to do work. I know. You really don't like when people look over your shoulder completely. I hugely dislike it Even when people they're not look over my shoulder. Even though they're not being creepy about it. No, I know. It's, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I hate having my back to people because I feel like they're watching what I'm doing, and it's never sufficient to be what I should be doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm not productive enough. And now I'm anxious about it. Um, Actually, I'm anxious about that a lot, as we've covered before. Yeah. See, can we uh, put hyperlinks in this? Um, well, no, not hyperlinks. Audio. Click on this sound to, to return to an earlier episode. That's yeah. the sound of a hyperlink. Okay. So whenever you hear that sound... <laughs> that one probably goes to Wikipedia for sound or something. No, it was the, it was the hyperlink back to the hyperlink of the first time. Oh, time. it doesn't have some sort of appended sound to indicate that it's an internal hyperlink? No. Okay, excellent. <laughs> um, so, good news for our listeners, there will be no more Boat Corner until, what, May? March no, next year? so um, sad. It is the end of Boats. We have had the end of history. That was in the mid-90s and nothing has happened since then. Thanks, Fukuyama. Um, <laughs> and now we have the end of Boats because Boats are shutting down. I went for a final Boats over the weekend. It was good. But I'm that's it. Boats. No more Boat Corner. It's more like Boat Coroner. <laughs> Lewis is broken. Uh, I was just adding a foghorn noise for oh, I see. the sadness. And there's a massive party at your house and everyone listening there is invited. Hopefully we'll release this episode after the podcast <laughs> goes out. Nope, it's going after, out. It's going out tonight. There is a massive party at my house. We are preparing massive amounts of food. As usual. Also, we have to massively clean the house because it is scary. Scary? Yeah, there's a lot of dishes right now. Oh, I see. I mean, can you organize the dishes into a spooky way? This is the zone of dishes from earlier in the week. Yeah, it's the, the Halloween dishes. They are gross! (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think we're gonna, I'm sorry to all of our listeners, but I think we're gonna use paper plates because we're pretty offensive. It's always the right choice. Yeah, well, it's not the right choice for the environment or my pride. Because we we actually have sufficient ceramics, but we don't have a dishwasher. Mm Mm-hmm. So we end up washing, like, 40 plates then, and they don't fit anywhere. It's a pain in the neck. Paper plates are the way to go when you have multiple guests, because, yeah. like, washing shit is bullshit. But and you have enough stuff to tidy anyway. We have so much stuff to tidy, as they say, in somewhere. Canada. Canada, yeah. But yeah, we're having a big party. I hope you all have enjoyed it by the time you've heard this, or, or had a terrible time. <laughs> I'm a little worried that we're not going to have enough food, or that we'll have too much food, or not enough alcohol, you or too much alcohol. You will definitely have too much food. Good. Past performance is an indicator of future performance, <laughs> well, and you will definitely we, have too much. So we're actually doing, we're going to do a stand-up meal this time, because we just don't have a sufficient table space. A stand-up meal, wow. Is everybody going to, like, take turns being funny? Yeah. We'll win. We'll, we'll be an open mic. Uh-huh. 
Maybe several. Dueling open mics. <laughs> also, mandatory rap battles. Comedy battle. <laughs> Just gonna be yelling jokes over each other. Unfortunately, the dogs got haircuts before the party, so I was like, really good. You have weirdly cut dogs. <laughs> weirdly cut dogs, eh? Yeah. Sean dogs. They're still, they're still good dogs, but they're not as fuzzy. Sean dogs, is Sean dogs like Sean Combs, aka P Doggy? See what I did there? Sean, he's P. Diddy? Yes, that's the joke I'm making. Okay, I see. It's not a very good joke. Not a very good joke. But no, not a good I'm joke still proud. Isn't he also now the, the artist formerly known as P. Diddy? I think he decided he didn't want to be P. Diddy and then decided he did again. But okay. I might be wrong. Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you can't leave this room as Lewis Clarkson. You must remake yourself when you walk out of that door. What is your new identity? Hmm. That seems like the sort of thing that I should put a lot of thought into. Yeah, well, I mean, this gives me an opportunity to eat my lunch. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I was eating my lunch while you were talking. Cool. What what do I do? I think something more mysterious. I could revert to to one of my earlier childhood identities, like Commando X. He was a favorite. So what's more more extreme than that? A commando named X? A commando X. Okay, what did he do? What did he command? Well, he didn't really command anything. So he he was, Commando X was actually an alter ego of... of... He just wasn't wearing any underwear. No, he always wore underwear. That's well, why was he a commando then? I thought that was the point. Why would you want to not wear underwear if you're going into combat? Because that's what that's what commando means. Do commandos not wear underwear? It seemed like they'd want. I to. actually have no they, idea. They probably wear like like wear a lot wear underwear to prevent uncomfortableness from their heavy armored pants or something. But maybe the pants are I don't know baby soft. <laughs> <laughs> baby soft armored pants. <laughs> Anyway, I think he mostly played with Legos. Mm-hmm. He was an alter alias for my other alter alias, Annoying Man, who was pretty irritating in general. If there was something that you pretty much didn't want to be done, Annoying Man was on the, the case. I see. I feel like he visits me most afternoons at work and stands yeah, on my morning, desk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Says, hey, hey, so have you subdivided that file yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, have you been enough things by allele fractions? <laughs> you must pay me your tithes and the tithes <laughs> in bidding things into allele fractions. You don't have allele fraction. Yeah. It's a better metric. Also, your indoor performance is going to be terrible if you don't. But it isn't. That's bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) All of our numbers are great, apart from the fact that our pipeline is wrong, but whatever. (laughs) Um, That's not my problem. I can just press the buttons in sequence again and get some different numbers. So that's a thing. I still might be getting married. Good. Was it in doubt? No, but I mean, we didn't have a venue, and now we probably have a venue. Oh, where? Boston Public Library. That's cool. Yeah, so the, the courtyard Boston? is awesome. So you're going to do it in Boston? No, it's the Boston Public Library in uh, Chicago. Oh, it's in Chicago? Okay. Is there, a, like, an old Boston over back in... <laughs> there is, but it's rubbish. <laughs> it's a terrible, awful place. My really? friend Adam is from there, but he doesn't listen, so... What a jerk. Barely a friend at all. Unliked acquaintance. <laughs> no, that's, that's not him. Anyway, <laughs> this, this podcast has a lot of people on it, actually, that I apparently don't like. Maybe this is a common theme. Because like, <laughs> he just doesn't like humans. <laughs> I, mean, I don't like anyone. If you watch that show about people who work in parks and recreation, you would identify with one of the characters who also doesn't like humans. Probably not. I watched two episodes of Parks and Rec. Did and you hate up. Amy Poehler? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's how I felt until I watched like eight episodes. And I was like, she's just kind of annoying but lovable. Yeah. I, I have said this before, but I have a tiny... Oh my god, I know. Oh, I was going to say, oh my god, I know this, but that's because Mara wrote it. Zane was just distracted by his tiny attention span. Mm-hmm. There was a thing written on the board, which I understood because it was from Biochem, and it was written on the board because, because Mara and I were sitting in here discussing <laughs> Biochem. So that's not a huge surprise. Which as our listeners probably know, is Godzilla! Oh, so you know what is true is that I am not very good at biochemistry. I got a 75 on my exam. What was the average of? 82. <laughs> 
82 mean and 85 median. And I got 75, full 10 points below. What's the, the standard deviation? Didn't say. It's probably wide. You're probably, well, I mean, within, you're probably given, within one standard deviation. Given the difference between the mean and the median, it's not that wide. Yeah. Well, no, no, just that, that it's heavily skewed towards the... To the right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm officially not as smart as Harvard students. Um, <laughs> Surprise! Who've um, <laughs> taken the prerequisite courses? Yes, and care a lot more than I do. I feel like taking the prerequisite courses is often a way to do better at things. Mm-hmm. Especially things that are like, oh, you must know organic chemistry before doing this. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'll win it. And then I didn't. <laughs> I took one course without any of the prerequisites, and it was a terrible mistake. Mm-hmm. Was it life? Well, I mean, I feel like I've taken the prerequisites there, I just haven't really learned or applied the lessons. Mm. Well, I mean, it's going to be a while before you get the grade anyway, so... Yeah. No, it could be any time. <laughs> I guess. It's <laughs> a dick that they don't take green grade requests. Well, it, it depends on your instructor, right? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Excellent. So, you represented the fun committee poorly yesterday. Mm. I don't care. I think we should have a fun position. <laughs> By all means. <laughs> For, for those who aren't in the know, Hussein adamantly refused to have fun while the rest of us did. You did work. I did. <laughs> a horrible abdication of responsibilities. There was there was a mandatory fun event to play an esoteric, digitized, stupid collectible card game. Whoa. Yep. It's not and, a stupid collectible card and game. It's a pretty good collectible card game. It's a stupid collectible card game for stupid people. Somebody I, decided I disagree was, with half of that state. Somebody decided that it was going to run from 12 o'clock until the end of the day, and I was like, I have fucking work to do, and I have no interest in playing a stupid collectible card game for stupid people. So I didn't. And have, indeed, done poorly as a member of the fun committee, but as mm-hmm. a worker, a studious worker bee of the mm-hmm. Bird Institute, I have been a paragon of productivity. I know which one of those things falls higher on the board out there. Well, I mean, the fun committee kind of exploded because we couldn't stop arguing about now whether to get a coffee machine, so I kind of gave up on the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Because well, no, now we, we we have a new a new declaration of a Star Trek cosplay day. Tomorrow. Yeah, that that came entirely out of nowhere, <laughs> um, and it's a terrible idea. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. yep, not a terrible idea. I think any day that is Star Trek cosplay day is probably a better day than days that aren't. You can watch the whole two and a half people that show up having made any kind of effort, and one of them will be the person who organized the day. I think that's a high estimate. Mm-hmm. However, I, I see no problem with having one person wearing Star Trek outfits. Also, there's a lot of Star Trek love here. I wouldn't be surprised if more people had on hand ready Star Trek costumes. So there is love, and then there is to the point where I have on, on hand ready costumes. I watched all of Deep Space Nine. All of it. Even, like, past where they jumped the shark at episode at season six and a half, and it went rubbish. I watched the whole thing to the stupid end with the pointless black and white flashbacks with the captain not talking to his kid and talking to some random other woman instead because he's a jerk. I watched all of that. Don't question my love for Star Trek. But I'm not wearing a silly hat. Well, I mean, if yeah, I had a silly, silly hat, hats. I would wear it, but... Do they have silly hats? I've got silly hair. Hair, yes. Hair is a kind of hat. Actually, hair hair prevents me from ever wearing hats. Well, it's there a you problem go. I have. I've made a trade-off. If they're mutually exclusive, then they must be the same. <laughs> I think that's a good rule to live by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I will not be engaging in dressing up silly. That's too bad. I don't like it when people tell me what to do. I much prefer telling other people what to do. Yeah, I have noticed that. I feel like that's a common, fairly common thing, though. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do think other people like it when I tell them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> if not, they should. <laughs> I'll tell them so. Yeah. I wonder how quickly I could throw together a Starship Enterprise costume. 
Where would my warp nacelles go? If I just glue a, glue a large plate to my head, and then two two warp nacelles, which I probably have on hand in my, my parts jar, my legs, pretty look good. Yeah? yeah? Okay. I'm still eating. I know, I know. It's bizarre. Usually you fill in all the dead space. Because, I know, right? Because you have a constant stream of things to say. Yeah, I feel like we haven't done this in a while, but we still... And as, as soon as we have to rely on you, though, it's like, what happens? That's just the case <laughs> in all things, though. As soon as anyone has to rely on me, it falls apart horribly. I'm actually one of the few people, probably, who, who prefers to just be told what to do. I'll do it. <laughs> just, I don't want to have to come up with my own ideas. It's way too hard. Especially not making decisions. Decisions are difficult. Decisions are easy. You just pick one and then never never admit that there might have been any other possibility. <laughs> well, you pick one, and then you pick the other one, and then you fight with yourself about which is the right one, and then you immediately regret it after you've made the final decision. Then you spend your whole life looking backwards at every decision point and hoping that you spawned a better quantum reality somewhere else. You you pick one and then execute everyone who might ever disagree with you. <laughs> That's sort of a self-reinforcing decision. I guess just not much has changed since we haven't been podcasting except for moving up here. I'm almost done with the Pancreas Project. And by almost done, I mean it's almost some time for it to be someone else's responsibility, so that's pretty great. I'm going to believe that when you stop complaining about the Pancreas Project every day. Mm. Which is probably going to be another ten months. So. Did I complain about it yesterday? Um, I think it mentioned it in passing. Oh yeah, probably. I was thinking about it at like four in the morning when I woke up. There was a shark yesterday. There was a shark. That made me so happy. A sky shark. You should talk about the shark. Yeah, we can talk about the shark. No, um, you should talk about the shark. I'm going to eat my food. Okay. Yeah, so I'll talk to myself about the shark. <laughs> so there was this shark that floated in the sky. And really, this, by the sky, I mean the office. And it was remote controlled. And it was great. It was the best thing I've seen all day. That was yesterday. I haven't seen anything like that today. So the best thing I've seen in two days. <laughs> the best thing about it was that the, the tail was manually remote controlled to flap left and right to steer it. So you could just press left, press right, and the shark would flap itself around the office. Pretty great. Not super maneuverable, especially vertically. It doesn't have a swim bladder or any sort of ballast. But it has a, a nose pointing device to allow you to change its altitude. So it's pretty good. For nineteen ninety nine, we can get more of them. Plus helium costs. I am a fan of remote control stuff. Yeah. Especially in offices where you can irritate people with it. Uh-huh. I feel like Annoying Man or Commando X would also enjoy something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents must have hated me as a child. <laughs> and an adult. <laughs> I, could, I could go and get new blades for my uh, remote control tunic, which is an excellent thing. And, and it's one you can really steer and fly it around properly? Yeah, yeah. Because the one I, I had this remote control tunic, but it was just miserable, and it, it basically had... You could get it to hover, but if you tried to steer it, it would either fly straight into the ceiling or fly straight into the ground because the there was no pitch control on it, so you just had to steer by adjusting the adjusting oh. the relative strength of the, the rotors, which I was not. I think it did that for you on mine. Yours um, sounds like it cost more than mine by mine some small like, amount. Mine costs like £25. Pounds yeah, that's like $400. Yeah, so it's yeah. four and a half million. Yeah. But this was, it was still great fun to smack it into things, but mostly it was just smack it into things. But yeah, this was this was good enough that you could like hover it six inches away from someone's face, and it would jiggle around, and you would have to put enough concentration and effort in that they were genuinely scared that you were going to fly into their face, um, which was great. Um, Did it have enough payload capacity to carry small objects? I wanted to try that, but unsurprisingly, it's incredibly light. Like anything you attach to it would be Just, as heavy as it. Yeah. So I think the answer is probably no. Maybe a pen. But yeah, it's, it's an awesome little thing. Uh, it's, it's just like, a friend of mine was playing it and then crashed it into the wall and then all the blades snapped. So I have to like, go, go and spend point. like a third of the cost of the thing itself to buy new blades. Actually, I have a more work. serious helicopter that someone gave me, but it's broken. Mm-hmm. They're like, we were throwing this out at work. Would you like it? I'm like, yes. But then, unsurprisingly, I never made the investment in l- learning what's wrong with it and fixing it. 
Mm-hmm. We also have this kiln in the basement that we need to figure out if it works or not. And a cider press. And a cider press. Yeah, that works, I'm pretty sure. Okay. We never did make cider. No, we didn't. Well, Megan never never brought her harvest. Yeah, well, Megan never really had a harvest. I think <laughs> was most of the problem. Hmm. Megan, if you're listening. <laughs> Megan, if you're listening, where are my apples? <laughs> apples. Ah. Uh... I've been really into train simulation video games lately. No, we're not talking about video no. games. No. Okay. We can talk about Dreamfall Chapters, which hasn't come out yet and I haven't played. But okay. that's, that's well, about tell, tell, tell me about it. What, what do you have to say about it? Just that it hasn't come out? It, ha- it has come out, sorry, and I haven't played it yet, but I want to. I might play it tonight. Maybe I should play it tonight. I'm going to be editing this fucking podcast tonight. You can do what? No. Is it voiceover? I can't play a video game and edit a podcast and get swole, and they're the things I need to do tonight. I haven't, clearly, it's obvious which one of these should suffer. I haven't got swole since we stopped having access to a gym in September, mm-hmm. and this has made me very sad. Like, literally, it has made me very sad. What's the opposite of swole? Like, deflate? Um, deflat? I don't... I actually don't know the answer to that. I know I know the Brotherhood of Swole despises cardio. What's wrong with cardio? Um, makes you not get swole. Gives you increased endurance? Yeah, but it doesn't make you swole. Okay, fair enough. I mean... <laughs> what, what's your point here? <laughs> I mean, other than the obvious things that are wrong with cardio, like it being a terrible activity. Yeah, it just sucks and it's miserable. Yeah, that's how I feel about pretty much everything. <laughs> mm. There's people you can talk to for that. Yeah, I cancelled my latest appointment to go play Dungeons and Dragons instead. That's which, sounds... which, as we discussed, was a good decision. Yes, this definitely. Oh, should I need to reschedule though? I had my first therapy on Tuesday. It was exciting. Did they tell? Did you tell them about your mother? Uh, I did, actually, um, amongst many other things. But she just kind of looked at me and went, oh, you're really complicated. And I went, yeah, but everybody wants to hear that, right? <laughs> so, and then I left feeling really sad because I talked about my problems rather than avoiding them. Yeah, um, that's how therapy works. You just go and talk about your problems and feel bad about them. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> it is great. I find it very therapeutic. <laughs> I feel like my therapist, I pretty much just go and tell her all this dupe shit that I've done. And she's like, why'd you do that? Oh, I'm making a good clicking noise, too. And she's like, uh, yeah, you should not do those things. Have you thought about that? I'm like, oh no. Oh no, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Why did I do that? Don't make terrible mistakes. You, you just need to internalize your therapist, right? I feel like she would not appreciate that. The process would be incredibly messy. I shall engulf you. <laughs> but I mean, also, you, also the hourly. The hourly that would be well expensive. Yeah. But I mean, if you have if you have a mini therapist in your head, then the problem <laughs> you is probably well. have major brain disorders as well. Well, I mean, I, I imagine you. Which, which part am I sacrificing to fit the therapist in? I, I imagine you probably have a mini Maggie in your head, right? You can you can imagine, given anything that you're doing, exactly which direction Maggie would roll her eyes in. Usually up. So, so two things about this. A, first, I have a really bad mental model of other people often. Okay. Especially Maggie. Because Maggie is, like, so nice and helpful and likes to do things that I enjoy. Just mm-hmm. even if she doesn't enjoy them, that I just assume she enjoys all those things. Right. So then when it comes time to choose things for to do for Maggie, I'm like, oh, we did this together. And it was great. I should do that for her. And she's like, I don't like any of these things. Oh no! <laughs> it especially had, comes down to to food, mm-hmm. and actually, especially sides at clover. We've had this problem because okay. she likes really different. So for me, I like similar things in hot and cold salads. I feel like, but also she she disputes the fact that a hot salad is a thing. Hot so, salads are bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I sort of think cold salads are bullshit. I mean, salads in general, general are bullshit. bullshit but... Right. So, but clover always comes with sides, and there's always she always tells me like, go get a thing and a side. Uh-huh. She, but you don't know what the side's going to be for that day. 
And they right. change a lot in a lot of them, so it's hard to, to know. So usually I go and I'm like, oh man, this side sounds really good. And then I get it, and she's like, this is terrible. I hate all of these ingredients. Oh. And I'm just, and I'm really surprised by it every time. Why don't you keep a, a list? Well, because I could keep a list. That would be helpful. But I've yet to really identify which sides she does like. Mm-hmm. Some of the potato ones she likes, but not all of them. Some of the mushroom ones, but not all of them. Can I make a suggestion? No. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah you can, I guess. You can make, you can make a suggestion. You could ask her. <laughs> Well, so often I ask her beforehand mm-hmm. what she'd like, and she doesn't know. Pick something that she would like, which I usually... But so it's the same problem I have with choosing birthday gifts for other people. It's, mm-hmm. I pick something that sounds good to me. No, no, but what, what I'm saying is, like, you, you call, sit down... Call her and ask her. You sit down entirely outside the context of having to do the thing, right? Mm-hmm. You just show up at home with a menu and say, I want to learn about your side preferences. I am not going to order any of these. I want to understand how your your brain works. Which, which of these things work, which of these things are good for you, why, and and then pause, like, get data in a situation where there's no urgency. That would work, except so, she has much more complicated taste than I do, I feel like. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of th- ingredients that she likes in certain specific cases, mm-hmm. but not in general. And so capturing, it's a lot of exceptions. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I know that she doesn't like tomatoes, except sometimes she'll eat things with tomatoes. Right. But not if they're hot, unless they're this, unless... So it's just it's capturing all these little details. Sit down like a flowchart. A flowchart would be good, yeah. But then Clover Clover has a wide range of strange ingredients. It's like, oh, I didn't expect kale to be a What I think you liquid. should do is go home to your wife tonight and say, I would like to turn you into a flowchart. I would like to reduce all of your preferences <laughs> to a small piece of paper that I can carry around with me. And then they won't need to talk to you anymore. <laughs> and I'm sure she'll understand. <laughs> Good idea. So, so recently she made me this soup, which was very nice of her because she doesn't even like soup. I just thought I'd give her that shout out because I'm pretty sure she would appreciate that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a <laughs> a, a human who makes things that they don't eat. You have someone who makes things for you that they just physically can't eat because they don't yeah. have the appropriate mouth parts. Yeah, she just does not have... I don't know. She only, only sips nectars through a... I saw this really cool gif... Of a guy who was holding a little pot of nectar in his hand, mm-hmm. and like a hummingbird was coming and like drinking it out from his hand, and then it like landed on his finger and, and oh, drank it. It was awesome. Hummingbirds are so cute. Yep. So that's an exciting thing that's going to happen tomorrow. Hummingbirds? Or no. Hummingbirds? Gifts. Oh, or a gift adding to the wallboard. Yep. The fire gif browse. Thank. <laughs> no, I'm calling it Thank Gif It's Friday. <laughs> Is it going to be one gift for each Friday, yep. or a constant stream of No, it's gifts? going to be one artisanal hand-picked <laughs> gift every week. Are um, these going to be original content? Or? Dear God, no. <laughs> no, they're going to be gifts that I find, find while browsing the internet. <laughs> and then I put them in a folder, which is, has a URL that you'll never be able to guess. <laughs> is it gift number two? And yeah, once a week, there will be a new gift to look at. I approve of this. What, what's the situation for searchable archives of the GIFs? Well, I mean, all of the GIFs are going to be in the folder, and once you figure out the naming <laughs> scheme, you'll be able to look forwards and backwards in time. Forwards so. in time? No way. Yeah, because I'm... You're not going to try to capture really topical GIFs? <sighs> I mean, I could. Is that a little bit gauche? But that's also effort. And if I can spend, like... Well, I mean, preferably I'd like to spend every waking moment of my life browsing Reddit slash GIFs. But, you know, if I can spend a day a week and get three or four and then just add them to the list... I think, like, eight hours of investment yeah. per week is good. Yeah, one, one working day a week. 20% yeah. time <laughs> looking for GIFs. But you'll only use one, one a week, though. Yeah. I feel like you're going to have such a backlog, so... 
rapidly. That's excellent. As you go through gifts, you're going to rate them all and then have just a priority queue of gifts to use? No, no. I feel like you need a I'm more just... regimented process. What if no. you have a new gift that really needs to jump to the head of the queue? Well, then I'll swap it out with a gift that we haven't had yet. That seems like a lot of a lot of manual intervention when you could just design it into the system. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just going to select the gifts, I'm going to drop them in the queue, and... So, so my main question is what to do with Christmas and during Broad Shutdown, when there will at least be one Friday when no one is in the office and the gift goes unseen. Do I make oh, no. a, an empty gift? Is that a secret gift for only people who on that Friday, just over a, the Christmas break, log in to the VPN just to just see the gift? It should be a really sad gift for those really sad people. Uh, or maybe it should be an excellent gift that is only seen by a few. It'll be a congratulation. It could you be like, like a, secret, a secret Jew slash Muslim gift. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it would be an opportunity to, all, to, all to make it incredibly not work safe. Yeah. You, you could, you know, because we don't get off for Christmas, so we'll be working anyway. Oh, that's true. We're yeah. working the mines. Speaking of Jews and Muslims, a friend of mine who is a journalist said to me this morning, I kind of want to go to Palestine. <laughs> To which my response was, getting shot is not what you need to do to make you a good journalist. Actually, getting shot is exactly what you need to do to make you a good journalist. Well, it's... it's a, it makes it more gritty and real. Yeah. I mean, Vice does that, is the problem. Vice is just like, I'm gonna go to the war zone and be all like, well, I'm in a war zone, and Vice is... Well, Vice is okay, but... I mean, Palestine isn't that dangerous. It depends where you are. Yeah, and what, what time I mean, is. by Palestine you mean Israel, right? <laughs> there is no Palestine. Oh, politics. Sweden is apparently recognizing Palestine. No. Yeah, it's going to be awkward. Yeah. I wish they would just hash this hash this out real fast over, over tea. Mm-hmm. You wish they would hash this shit out? <laughs> you think they should uh, cut to the chase? Let's see if I can. Uh... <laughs> I'm not sure that was the joke. <laughs> maybe they could establish some. Maybe they could come to some sort of a settlement. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> someone's watching us. Yeah. I see. I think it's, it's probably we probably it had enough here. Okay. It's close enough to yeah, time. We don't know Do you have any closing like, ones? I really like worms. Armageddon. That was my favorite worms. Okay. I also um, like Mongolian death worms. They're one of my favorite mythical creatures. Oh, that sounds like a band. Not one I'd listen to. Really? Not anymore. It sounds exactly like the band, the sort of band that you would listen to. And you'd be like, oh my god, Mongolian Deathworms, they're great. They're so... I used to really be into that, but now I'm more into, like, indie pop. It's really depressing. Oh no. I have sort of a sellout to my own. Does it have acoustic guitars? The oh, fuck acoustic guitars. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> guitars should all be electric, possibly nuclear. Or bass. Bass guitar is an acceptable Guitar, yeah, guitar. that's all. But electric. Yeah, electric. I suppose. Or upright. That's not a guitar, then. Yeah, that's cool, too. Yeah, they are. They're, they're not a kind of guitar, so they are not. Actually, the acoustic bass is pretty alright, too. Because bass been... is just pretty awesome all the time, because it's so low. I've been listening to tip uh, tunes from my childhood and imagining playing the bass to them because it's got like a rocking bass line. So have you been been playing bass? No, I've just been playing imagine? bass. Okay, yeah, well, that's about the level of musicality I have. I mean, I'm sure I could actually learn to play bass, but I'm not sure that I could learn to play bass. Can but you... I'm, I'm afraid I would drop it. Well, you're confusing the our recent juggling expeditions to to bass. Don't just keep that we away, <laughs> that hour away from me. Hussein is my official juggling coach. Yeah, he loves juggling. I I just watch Lewis juggle and criticize him and say, you know, you need to do that more like that. And he says, how? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm just watching. <laughs> 
Yeah, for some reason our work has juggling as a thing. It's just because there are some juggling balls lying around. Yeah. And a couple of people look at... I mean, in the same way that there was a jigsaw, and people did that. Which people just do things that... That are um, around. Maybe if I just leave the pancreas project. Why? <laughs> yep. Someone will finish it. People. Why don't you just print them out? Let's print out all 20,000 mutations. And yeah. So we can review And them. then, like, people can just, like, tick here if, if okay. Tick here if bad. We can, if we print a copy for everyone, we can just have like a yes-no ballot box and mm-hmm. put them in how they want. You can do a manual manual review of one mutation a week by, by consensus. <laughs> right, end of podcast, <laughs> quick. <laughs>